Hello, hello, and welcome to the Borealis Experience. I'm your host, Aurora, and I'm very happy to be spending some time with you today. It is spring, it is warm weather, I couldn't be happier. Yet, today I chose a topic that is really hard to, yeah, reflect about for some people. Abandonment, abandonment issues, not abandonment. See, I still have difficulties expressing it. Um, it's a tricky thing because most people who should listen to this episode will probably not listen to the episode because people who have abandonment issues don't really identify with it or are not aware of their behavior. It is people who come across as very secure on the surface, yet when you scratch a little bit on the external, you will very quickly see that that person is incredibly insecure with who they are. And they make their life and other people's life incredibly tough and miserable at times. Not all the time, but especially when it comes to, yeah, relationships, intimate relationships, romantic relationships, but also relationships with your siblings, your parents. When you suffer from abandonment issues, you see yourself often as a victim. You don't walk around like a victim, but you're very controlling, maybe even aggressive sometimes. Aggressive to a point where you surprise yourself sometimes. Like you say something, you react in a way where you're like, whoa, what was that? But you just think, oh yeah, well, I was a little bit impatient. I'm, uh, I'm aggressive, yeah. But you will not dig deep enough to find out that it is your wounded little internal child that is screaming for attention, that is screaming to not be left behind and rejected again. It is a wound that we learned to work around and to mask and to kind of ward ourselves off from because it is so painful to go back. It is so painful to go back to that experience when you were maybe in kindergarten and that one child that you absolutely wanted to be friends with didn't want to be friends with you. Or it was your parents dropping you off at kindergarten first day and you couldn't make sense of why you would have to adjust and live in a new environment now. You see, trauma from an outsider's perspective, from your perspective now as an adult compared to when you were a child, can look like so ridiculous. Like you could see yourself crying because your mom left you at the kindergarten and as an adult you would just think, oh my God, I was such a sissy. But back then you were really in pain. There's no such thing as drama. People always feel exactly what they feel in the moment. And 
if you think it is drama, if you like totally invalidate it, then you're doing wrong. It is that person not being healed from that pain. And if you don't heal from that pain, you will come up with pretty awesome reactions and tools on how to avoid that pain. So what does a person with abandonment issues look like? They usually say, oh, people are so unreliable, people suck, I hate people, um, you can never plan with people, they love to plan, they're unpredictable, people with abandonment issues love to control and time is a huge thing, that's what yeah, I experienced, um, I exposed my partners to back then, is um, you can blame a lot of people and shame them when it comes to punctuality or when it comes to, oh, you didn't get back to me right away, you waited so long, you read my message and then you never got back to me, so what's wrong with that? People with abandonment issues, of course, are also very insecure when it comes to other people. They don't show it from the inside, but internally, if you were able to have a look at their thoughts, they go crazy mentally when they know their partner has opposite-sex friends or maybe still contact to their exes. Or maybe, yeah, they behave very differently when it comes to timing. Maybe, yeah, they didn't learn to be on time. They don't value being on time. And now here you stand waiting for them 15 minutes, 17 minutes, 20 minutes and going absolutely bonkers and you blame it on them, sorry, them not being on time and them not being able to... Um, stick to that simple rule of being punctual, yet it is your little wounded child that is screaming for attention and that is screaming at you, not wanting to go through pain of rejection and feeling abundant again. So again, it's not too much about going back in time and digging up old stories. But I sure encourage you to, like if you can tell me in a conversation, oh yeah, I remember when I was five, we moved away and my parents never made sure that I stay in contact with my friends and I had to find new friends in that town we moved to and it was very hard on me and it was very sad times and I couldn't communicate it because I was still a child. Well, that's a deep wound. That's deep trauma. And I don't know what it is. A lot of people just hate that word trauma or want to see themselves as absolutely invincible from birth on. But if you look at it, we were all so cozy and warm in our mother's womb. Everything was provided. It was warm. We didn't have to care about anything. And then you're being literally splashed out into this world where out of a sudden you have to breathe, you have to eat, you have to drink, you have to have shelter and warmth and you need physical and emotional connection otherwise you're not going to survive. So fuck, 
that already, so if you didn't go through any trauma, birth itself is such a huge trauma if you want to look at it, that it doesn't surprise me that there's so many people out there depressed because they don't see that those experiences are traumatizing. And after that, we manipulate, we do everything to get our needs met to an extent that it hurts ourselves and other people. That's how screwed up it is. But you have to see that those maybe little things for you now, back then were intense and the feelings you had were real. And your little brain back then that was still forming was trying now to avoid that pain and was trying to get better and to provide better and and to be safe again and in control. Being in control, I will post an episode about OCD here soon, uh, oppressive controlling uh, behavior, you know. Um, I'll go more into detail that, but con wanting to control and being aggressive when it comes to control is the behavior of a deeply insecure person. And they are suffering and the people around them are suffering. And this is why I'm getting so intense with it because I was in that spot for so long and I'm feeling so much better now and I want pe people to be like to reaching that point faster. I want to provide people with a shortcut that they don't sit in this misery as long as I was, maybe 10 years or longer. So if this was deeply triggering for you, if you feel like, oh my God, I have abandonment issues and I don't know how to deal with it, my relationships in the past, I realize now I've manipulated and it is all so sad. Trust me, you're not alone with this and you can always reach out and you can start talking about it with me or with people around you because it's not something uncommon. We all suffer from that to some degree and it's not something to be ashamed of. It is so beautiful to become aware of your behavior to then live a more fulfilled life and to be happy in your relationships. Your relationships are life. The way you relate to your environment, to your family, to your friends, to your partner is deeply nourishing you on every little level that there is. So if I can do something to make you feel better about yourself, for you to then have better relationships, then you make me the happiest person here on planet Earth. Because... It is too sad to see that some people still struggle with control and with disappointment and with attachment. And we want to alleviate this pain. We want to help people get out of the suffering and make people aware of it, which is not always comfortable. You know, I'm not always comfortable waking people up and telling the truth and also calling myself out on my bullshit. But it's the only way. The only way out is through it. And through it means, in this case, reflect about what hurt you in the past and have compassion for yourself. Know that you didn't put on a show. Know that you didn't 
like create drama for nothing. It is how you felt and you have to validate how you felt in the past to validate yourself now in the present and to be a stronger, better future self. It is only with awareness, with shining light onto the shadow that we can change things. And the only thing you can change on this planet Earth is yourself. You cannot change other people. You can only inspire people to look a little deeper and to reflect. But if they're not ready for it, they will harshly reject you. And you cannot take it personal. You cannot take anything personal on this planet Earth because it is all changing. It is all unpredictable. And that's the mystery and the beauty of life. You can learn to trust yourself again and you can trust your judgment, your observations without analyzing. A lot of times people with abandonment issues analyze so much and put people into boxes way too much just because they want things to go exactly their way because everything else is so scary. To open your mind to a new way of approaching relationships or maybe starting a family or living your life is so freaking scary if you and your little mind thought this is exactly how it has to be otherwise I'm gonna get hurt. So I'm going to stop right here and invite you to maybe meditate on this, pick a meditation um, and let this all sink in, especially if you feel like this is you or this is a person that you really love. Think about what I just said and yeah, reflect about it and then know that I will be out there very soon again and keep talking about this because it is way too important to not be talking about it. It's a very simple thing to do to reflect about yourself and to then adjust and change to live a better life. And I want to be there for you on your journey. All right. Take really good care of yourself. Thanks for enjoying the Borealis Experience podcast. Until next time, bye-bye.